Previously on Myth Tarot Love, we examined the lovers, Odysseus and Penelope. Today's show will focus on the chariot and Medea. stories and new age wisdom. I'm Vidi, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner. Yay! <laughs> I think I say that every time. <laughs> yeah, I think I a, a, little, little, a little yay. You also dance when I play the, the intro. <laughs> every time I am dancing. I Always. Lo- I love it. <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> I can't not dance to it. It's catchy. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. That's that's what it wa- I wants it to be. <laughs> Get in your head. Yeah, <laughs> listen to us. Get into my body and make me dance. <laughs> anyway, so today uh, we are talking about the chariot. Chariot, yes. And Medea. Woohoo! I'm so uh, excited to talk about Medea. <laughs> I know you've been wanting to talk about Medea for a while. Like I think since before we started, I'm like, hey, yeah. I definitely have to talk about her at least once. I'll probably talk about her a couple times. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I remember we wanted to talk about her for like the magician. Yes. Um, yeah. Which is fitting because. Because uh, the chariot kind of references the the magician in some tarot decks as well. Oh, there we go. Um, there's a bit of magician ideas in the chariot. Nice. <laughs> um, so we should start with our announcements. Yes. Maybe. Yes. So we got our first iTunes review. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so excited. So we just want to shout out to Mazza the Fish. Thank you so, so much for leaving us a review. We love you. We love you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's it's also good for us to make these. So, yeah, it's fun. It is fun, yeah. And the reviews, fun again, they just help other people to find the show. So it's definitely helpful. And it gives us kind of insight into what you guys like. Yeah, that that's true. If you have any comments, mm-hmm. please feel free to share. Yes, uh, we are. We'll keep doing the tarot stuff and the and the myth stuff, <laughs> but um, you know, there's there's a variety of ways we could probably go about doing this. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, and speaking about doing this, we we have also set up a Patreon account now because so. we also ran out of time on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> So we had to buy some. <laughs> so if you'd yeah. like to support the show in that way, um, we are Myth Tarot Love on Patreon as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so without further ado, uh, let's start talking about the chariot. Okay. I would uh, I would like to dedicate this particular episode to my uncle, who's been fighting cancer for about three years now. Uh, started with a bone cancer, and it kind of just progresses into everything right um and I just he said something to me this week that I think just really reminded me of the chariot and I realized that uh I really think he embodies what the chariot represents because he's always tackled projects with such vivacity Mm. and determination um and he's never let fear hold him back and this week he said that you know make sure if something, if you're frightened of something, chances are it's because that's what you gotta do. Mm. <laughs> chances are that's um, yeah. you gotta just get over it. You gotta use that that fear and use that energy productively. 
Uh, and that's very much what we're talking about today with the chariot, uh, which is not always an easy thing to do. No. <laughs> Uh, so first, I will describe a little bit about what the chariot looks like. I have two different tarot decks here, uh, to the the Rider Waite Smith deck, uh, and also the dragon, the Celtic dragon deck. And uh, Biddy, you've been taking pictures of these as well and posting. I them have, up, so. yeah. Uh, if you're listening it's to us and you want to actually know what these cards look like, uh, that. You can do that too. <laughs> yes, yeah. So you can yeah, like look on Google, or I do post pictures on the Facebook group as well. Oh yeah, you can check us um, out on Facebook. All that stuff. The Myth Terror Love Podcast. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so the chariot. So first thing that you notice in the rider deck is that there it's being pulled by sphinxes, not horses, which I think is really kind of talking about how uh, the sphinx is you know more of a cerebral mythological creature right mm -hmm. uh and they also test you oh yeah uh they test they like you the riddles yeah they're 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 known you know in harry potter even <laughs> oh that's true uh yeah. by by testing you um they give you kind of a question that is really difficult to answer mm -hmm. and only only those that are worthy are able to surpass and when you are worthy you get uh, rewarded for your efforts, right? And marrying your wife. What? <laughs> That's a different myth. I'm sorry. That's a different myth. <laughs> That's oh, an Oedipus, Oedipus reference. Sorry. Oh man, you marry. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, in this particular chariot, you've got a black sphinx and a white sphinx, and um, you know this kind of represents male and female aspects. Kind of looks like one sphinx got, has bigger boobs than the other. <laughs> like, or maybe, it might I don't be know. the color. It might just be the color, yeah. But it could be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I like that, actually, the white sphinx's boobs are uneven. I don't think that's, I don't know if that's on purpose or not. I just kind of like, yeah, nature. Anyway. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay, so you've got the sphinxes. Um, once again, the black and white, I think, is referencing the yin-yang, actually, in this case. Mm -hmm. You have opposites coming together. Um, and then you have this circle with wings in the center and kind of a coat of arms. Very, like, almost, like, military kind of... Uh, appearances over here in the background you have what looks to be like a european um city like a castle of some sort yeah almost like a f like a fort yeah in a way uh, a lot of military references i'm thinking um and the person who's sitting in the chariot uh i don't know if he's male or female kind of looks male because he's got like um some pretty heavy armor on but women can wear heavy armor too. Yeah, <laughs> it just yeah. It looks yeah. like a, he's wearing a breastplate, I guess, and a and a skirt. Yeah, uh, and the skirt looks like it's got some sort of hieroglyphics on it. There's, mm -hmm. you know, once a, another Egyptian symbol over here. Uh, he's holding a staff, which normally represents power. And what I particularly think is interesting is that um, draped over the chariot is. Um, cloth that is like blue cloth with star a star pattern on it of some sort and it also looks like um the person is wearing a crown with a star in the center as well and this is referencing 
the star card as well is kind of like oh. hinting towards the star card that's about to come uh just as like a heads up stars the star card represents uh following your true path like mm. following your um your inner voice and also um keeping keeping your eyes on the prize <laughs> if you know what i mean right um so so there's kind of those references over here um in the Celtic Dragon Tarot deck, though, it's totally different. There's not even a chariot. Yeah. Um, it's two dragons that are, like, holding, clasping hands. Um, one dragon is um, a dark purple, and the other is, like, a bright yellow. And I think this is referencing the Black Sphinx and the White Sphinx of opposites coming together. And they are, like, where they're clasping hands, you have this kind of spiral. Almost looks like it's forming a galaxy or maybe a star of some sort. You got all these dragons flying around. They're in the mountains. It's some pretty powerful imagery. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of motion uh, compared to in the Chariot of the Rider deck. There is no, no motion at all. It's very posed. Yeah, the Sphinx kind of look just... Like they're lying there almost or just chilling out. Yeah, like, yeah. So there's there's kind of, like, he's not necessarily relaxed, I'm going to say. Like, the Sphinx are kind of relaxed, but the person inside of the chariot, he, he looks very determined, um, attent attentive, uh, you know, standing ready. Yeah. He's ready to go. He's ready to go, and he looks, you know victorious if, if <laughs> I would say and mm. this has a lot to do with um, some of what the tar tarot actually says the chariot represents um, so the chariot represents um, in the Celtic dragon tarot it's a, a lot of this idea of grasping victory from the claws of defeat <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah so it's this idea of like by all rights you probably like most people would fail in this situation so mm -hmm. um but somehow you're able to bring opposing forces together and overcome this enormous hurdle and and just be completely victorious in it um in the you know the more classic writer smith deck however You've got this person who's sitting there, and it represents more like overcoming fear and doing what needs to be done. And uh, once again, like that that magician idea of uh, everything is within your grasp, right? So, yes, uh, I would also like to mention another deck, which is a Toth deck, um, and normally written across the canopy in the top deck is the word abracadabra which once again references the magician mm -hmm. and i thought i just think this is so cool uh because when uh, you're like wait why is like a stage magician's abracadabra phrase in the tarot that seems silly but abracadabra actually comes from hebrew and it translates roughly to what i have said will be done or as it is said so it shall be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's this idea of power and, um, you know, if I say something, I'm going to do it and then it's going to happen. And there's just this enormous amount of determination and uh, strength that's required to do it, right? Uh, so, you know, a lot of the strength is emotional strength, I'm going to say. It's this idea that you have to overcome your fears. You have to look past the fears into 
and and just use that energy to um, to actually be victorious, right? Mm -hmm. So when do I normally get this card in a reading? Yeah, uh, maybe when someone's been complaining, <laughs> you know, like kind of like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? This card kind of shows up as saying, hey, you know what to do. You've mm. got to like, just because you're afraid to do it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. Uh, it in fact means that, you know, you've got to use that energy productively and just stop thinking so much about it. Stop letting your emotions rule you and do what needs to be done. So it's a very, like, kind of, like, action card in that sense. Yeah. Like, go and, like, do what you need to do. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, military ideas in it. Um, conquering. Oh, okay. you got to conquer things. You've got to... So, again, that sense of conquering your fears. Yeah, and, conquering yourself, okay. really. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, cool. in this case, you say that it is Medea. Yes. That is represented in the chariot. Uh, please... Tell us a story. Tell us a story, Vinny. Sure. Vinnie. I love <laughs> to tell stories. So um, for the chariot, so specifically, I guess I'll be looking at Helios's chariot, which comes more to the, the actually the tail end of Medea's tale or her story. Um, her story really starts in the Argonautica. So when she meets Jason, um, if you know the tale of, of Jason... Jason and, the <laughs> Jason and the Argonauts. And the Argonauts. <laughs> um, so basically they, they um, go to Colchis to on a quest for the Golden Fleece. And mm -hmm. I'll just do like a really like fast version of it. Um, we might talk about it later. <laughs> very, very possibly, yes. Very possibly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Medea is a princess there and she helps Jason, much like how Ariadne helped Theseus. Mm -hmm. um, Jason or Medea helps Jason in his pattern in mythology. Yes, <laughs> and they're actually cousins, distant cousins oh, as well, which okay. is kind of neat in that in that way that they kind of have some they're related, family relations They're related there. both in story and in blood. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so she helps him, and, and in return, she's like, so you have to take me with you, because I obviously can't stay here. Again, similar to Ariadne in that sense. Um, but Jason actually does. <laughs> she makes sure that uh, he takes her with him. And so it, they eventually get married and they have children and they're together but Jason wants something a little different after a while he's like you know what my sons won't really amount to much by having Medea as their mother so I'm going to divorce her and marry another princess a Greek princess that way they'll have you know proper titles and things and why yeah <laughs> he did it like for for glory yeah like ah yeah and so that's basically where in Euripides' um, version of the tragedy, that's kind of where it starts, is that we find out that, yeah, he, Jason has left Medea. She's obviously very upset, doesn't know what to do mm -hmm. um, because she doesn't have any family in Greece. So now she's being kicked out of her home with no money, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And so um, she decides to kill everyone. <laughs> Except for Jason. I'm sorry for laughing. No, that's awful. Yeah. So she she's like, I'm upset. I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah. So she kills I, the I, princess that oh. he marries and her father. She sends 
um, like a poisoned robe and crown and okay. as like a wedding gift. Quote unquote, I'm using quotes, you can't see it. <laughs> Quote unquote, Quote wedding unquote. gift. Here's with your her, wedding gift. With her children, Death. even. She gives it to the kids Whoa. to give to their new stepmom. And she's like, oh, pretty. Puts it on, kills her. Her dad like runs to her to save her, but it kills him too. Oh. Um, and so then the only thing left are the children and she actually decides to kill them as well um oh. that way jason not only will have no potential of future children because his new wife is dead but also not have his, his own current his children. current children yeah. so pretty much no one to remember him no one to help him and he's like up shit creek and the he, way that well, he like kind he, of left her <laughs> well then yeah that sounds horrible <laughs> That sounds like a tragedy. Definitely, yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. is. It is a tragedy, um, but in in this time, something to remember, like it, we, you know, to us, it sounds awful that a mother would kill her children, and not that it's yes. not. But in at that time, they really believed that the children were from the father. They were more connected to the father, and they didn't really have as much connection to the mother. Even though she like carries them, yeah, yeah. So she was like an incubator for. That's exactly what they thought. Yeah, uh, the mother was just yeah, exactly an incubator, and so here, here, a woman is a nest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are good for your uterus, and that is all. Mm. Um, so where the chariot Which, comes in, you know, <laughs> makes sense because sometimes people look like their mother. Yes, <laughs> that doesn't make know. any sense. I don't know. <laughs> yes, you know they what. Do. Yeah. We'll keep going. It's <laughs> okay, we'll keep going. So how the chariot comes into play then is, so after Medea has killed her children, Jason comes and obviously is upset. He wants to see his children. Mm-hmm. Um, but Medea's like, nope, and puts them. Nope, they're dead now. <laughs> yeah, they're dead now. They're coming with me. You're not even going to have a chance to like yeah. see them or bury them or anything. And so she leaves on a chariot so this device is a stage device i probably heard of called deus ex machina i have heard of it yeah Yeah, like a trope in a movie when you know suddenly they are rescued for no apparent reason exactly exactly so that's um a latin term meaning roughly like god from the machine yeah um but it comes from a greek term which is close so it's apo i'm sorry for my greek i'm looking at the greek here apo machines theos so god from the machine so it's actually that's you that's the word (laughs) or phrase of the day apo machina theos yes so is that okay I think so. Ish, 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 sure. Ish, okay. So that translates to God from the machine. So what normally happens, um, not normally, but sometimes at the end of a tragedy, a God will appear, but they're not just going to walk on stage because they're gods. So Mm -hmm. they're going to, they use this um, kind of crane mechanism to make them come up higher. And that's what they had Medea do in this play, is that she would come on up higher out of the skinae onto uh, on a chariot and like so it'd be this like really amazing spectacle know, scene, yeah. yeah to see Medea because it's normally reserved for gods that way that's why they have god in the name of it um and she is not <laughs> a god but her grandfather Helios is a son yeah. of god and so that's oh. whose chariot it is and he gives it to her for her to be able to leave um so a little bit about her grandfather is Helios. Yeah, so Helios is a titan god of the sun. He is a guardian of oaths and of sight. And he is the inventor of the four-horse chariot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting is that this chariot, if you look um, at images, it's not a horse that is carrying. I'm just kind of. It's, it's, there we go. So yeah, it's not so a horse. She also it's doesn't have snakes. horses. Yeah. So she has these. It, sometimes they're they're depicted as snakes with wings. Sometimes they're depicted as dragons. Um, but especially from the the vase paintings and the statues we see, um, they're these yeah snake like creatures that pull the chariot. So very much. Um, this so is Helios the god of the sky? Not the sky. The sun. He's the god of the sun. Yeah. And eventually, um, Apollo becomes the god of sun, but he is the titan, and um, mm-hmm. he's the one who made this gold. Sorry, so it's a golden chariot driven by dragons or serpents. Um, so, and- like, it's kind of interesting because when I look on the chariot, we have this like winged disc symbol. Oh, that's true. Um, which yeah. I I kind of glazed over when I was describing it, but um, you know that's kind of a symbol of like sun, a, a sun the deity of mm-hmm. of skies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a little there's I think there's a few things it could represent right but uh, it's it definitely represents flying if you will so I'm like oh that's cool she's riding on Helios's uh, chariot that seems very much like the chariot that's depicted yeah in, in the tarot deck it is really neat and she's also mm-hmm. like she's escaping from well she needs to but also from fear so she's facing her fears and going towards. A better life because um, she's going towards Athens because she can't really stay in Corinth anymore. No kidding. Like, everyone's <laughs> dead now, Medea. Thanks. Yeah. Like, thanks for thanks that. Thanks for that. Thanks yeah. for killing everyone. And then she, like, so she has, like, a happy ending. She does. Essentially. Yeah, essentially. So, throughout the play, something that I missed, but um, the king of Athens, he comes. Oh, I can't. Aegeus? Yes, Aegeus. He comes and. Mm-hmm. Medea's like, well, you know, you have a fertility problem. I can help you out with that if oh, I can. Oh, is she come. magical? She is. Yeah, yes, she's a witch. Oh, yeah, which is oh, why. Oh, why you wanted to make her the magician? Is, yes, oh, okay. I want her as the magician. So she's yeah. a really powerful witch. That's cool. Um, which is why yeah. she uses, like, she's able to make the poison to to kill. That makes sense. God's um, a you know gr- grandfather's a god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her aunt is Circe. I don't think we've talked about her much yet. No. But she's also a witch. That was um, one of the people that Odysseus stopped off on <laughs> and stayed with her for a little while. Oh, okay. <laughs> on his journey back to Penelope. So much fidelity in myth- yeah. mythological no, stories. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's kind of, again, so the chariot kind of comes into play near the end, but mm-hmm. she's able to... Kind of, she has the strength to and fortitude to rescue herself in a yeah, way. Yeah, from this, like, you know, it, it seems like if she were to stay there, she would, you know, probably be uh, burned or something. She, yeah, <laughs> and that's something else I guess I didn't mention. Yeah. She, she couldn't stay there. So the yeah. king, before she killed him, <laughs> came up and said, so you have to leave now. <laughs> like, you can't oh. stay here. And yeah. She but he's had, dead now. But he's dead now, but still, I mean, again, because she's from Colchis, which yeah. is not in, 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 like, the Greek mainland or considered in the Greek world, she's considered an other, and the Greeks very much did not like others, mm-hmm. and so have, so she really didn't have, like, a place to go. She also, I didn't, also didn't mention, this is a very long myth, this is, <laughs> she also killed her brother on her way out, and so she was definitely not welcomed back home. Oh, man. Okay, so she's, like, this super powerful 
witch character. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she essentially, you know, kind of creates all this destruction, um, you know, because she feels like it's her right. Yeah, well, she's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's, she's completely getting betrayed. All of, all of the vengeance. She's completely betrayed. Um, and by she Jason, actually gets yeah. a happy ending for it. By going, by surpassing the fear, surpassing the, uh, the sense of devastation, and yeah. she's, you know, rescued. Yeah, well, she rescues herself. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I feel she like she kind of rescues herself. She but. literally rides off on a chariot. <laughs> so I'm like, how could I not have the chariot be Medea? It's so funny. It's I think. Great. So I, perhaps that's kind of like this idea that like no matter how bad things get, there's always a way out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like we we don't advocate on this show getting away with murder. Oh but. my goodness, no. <laughs> no, we're definitely not saying that killing your children or, or oh, no. you know, has ex-husband's new wife and father is the way to like get your way in life. Get but. your way in life. No. I think it's more like just the representation of like, you know, you can you can do terrible things. <laughs> yes. You can you can ab- overcome obstacles. Like, yeah. shitty things can happen to you, but you, you, can you have the power it. within yourself to overcome it. Yeah. And I, yeah. And then, you know, she she then leaves that place and completely, um, and it's a chariot of, that kind of symbolizes her victory. Yeah. If you will. It's her, it's her method of departure. And yeah, I guess, yeah, victory. Well, we're doing pretty good on time, so we've uh, got time for okay. a, um, a quick a rant, if you would like, or a lightning round. I'm so excited. Thunder bitty lightning round. Are we ready for the sound effect? I'm so excited for this. Oh, you got a sound effect? I have a sound effect. Okay, do it. Okay, do, it. do it. Thunder bitty. <laughs> I hope that works. <laughs> okay. Lovely. There we there go. go. There we go. Okay. okay. I pause it. I love it. You've got <laughs> this, like, to. thunder sound effect on your phone. <laughs> Too. Next, I need thunder stickers. Oh, I think that would be hilarious. Thunder stickers? Yeah, because I like stickers. I don't know. I'm a child. <laughs> Anyways, okay, okay. So the lightning round today, because we went to see the Mummy recently, and yes. why not continue <laughs> on with ranting about movies? So the, the Mummy, the new Mummy. Uh, it got 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. I heard it was 30-something. Is it really 17? No, we I, we were trying to argue that it was probably worth 30. Oh, okay. I would uh, give it more. Honestly, it like, got, it wasn't, yeah. I don't know. I am not, I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. I'm not a huge Tom Cruise <laughs> fan in general, so I went into it knowing that yeah. I'm not going to like that, because I'm a huge fan of the original, um, like, with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. And, Brendan Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss, I think um, her name is. And I love it. It's super nostalgic for me. And it's actually, I mean, fairly accurate when it comes to Egyptian history. Like, more than some of our recent, more recent movies are. So (laughs) It's better than most. It's better than most. And it's nostalgic, so I think that's why I like it even more as well. Mm -hmm. And so I was really looking forward to this movie. I thought it was, like, I know that it's a reboot and that there's new characters, but it's... It's, I felt like it wasn't as funny and it, it didn't flow as well. And it, the mummies were like zombies, and I really hate zombies. Like I, I hate zombie movies. I also have difficulty with zombie movies. Yeah, I did like that you could punch them. Like you could punch them through the like yeah. the head, and then like you wouldn't turn into a zombie. That's yeah. true. And spoilers, I guess you say spoilers. Sorry guys. I know. Spoilers. I was thinking that yeah. spoilers. I'm I do. Sorry. I do like 
that idea that you don't become a zombie. Like, I think that's the, yes. that's the scariest thing about zombies for me is that, like, oh, a small one. scratch oh. will make you a zombie. And then everyone you love will be eaten by you. Mm. See, for yeah. me, it's more the way that they move and that they attack. And just, like, I yeah, don't know, they just it's look creepy. so creepy. creepy. And I liked with the original... Maybe because the graphics weren't as good then. <laughs> I thought they were okay. But, like, I, I didn't, I wasn't as afraid of them. And, again, they made it funny, whereas this, it was just scary. And I do not like scary. Yeah. It's, so. They, they focused more on, like, the thriller aspect there. They did, There yeah. was, like, I don't know, maybe a couple jokes, but not really. Like, but they not, weren't really, like. It was one character yeah. that kind of was the funny person. And then, again, spoilers, but he, like, he yeah. dies, like, pretty quickly. <laughs> So I just I don't know like, I was I was pretty disappointed I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Even though I yeah, so yeah. that was my my short rant. But I'm just sad. I'm mostly sad about. So I was so looking forward to it. Well, <sighs> yeah. Okay. As soon as I saw it, it got like such a poor rating. Yeah. And I I lowered my expectations a bit. Well, but. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll just go back and see Wonder Woman again. I feel like it, <laughs> I feel like it would have been a really good movie like 15 years ago. Yeah, like when the first one, especially came with out. the special effects. Yeah, <laughs> or no, I guess the first ones were longer ago than that. But yeah, yeah, yeah I meh meh. I'm I'm kind of reminded of the special effects of Medea on the chariot. Actually, I'm like. It's like, oh man, those would have been like the best ancient special effects. They would have been really cool. Like, oh my gosh, she's flying. She's literally flying, she's flying. on the crane. And <laughs> yeah, no, it's really yeah. cool. And actually, I'm looking back at my notes. She she's only one of a couple mortals that actually used this device. It's normally really reserved for gods that they did this for. So it's kind of cool. Well, she's like what a quarter a quarter god, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> quarter yeah, god. I guess so <laughs> she's special. Special. I like She's her. She's a special one. She is. All right. Uh, so that brings um, us to the end of our episode, actually. Yay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not where I'm supposed to be. You're just going <laughs> to. You're looking through all your, I'm your looking pictures. Through all the pictures. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> so thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, again, please tell your friends or give us a review. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email at mythterrellove at gmail.com or message me on social media. I am at Biddy Diana. Um, and finally, also, we have our Facebook group, the Myth Terror Love Podcast, where you communicate with us and fellow listeners. On next week's show, we're going to look at strength. Woo! And Athena. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to, like, show my non-existent biceps right now. There's so much I want to say about Athena and strength. Oh, yeah. Um... Although I I probably don't know nearly about as much about Athena as you do. That's okay. I'll tell a bit about her backstory and mostly like I think I'll focus in on one particular thing I can say. Say one, one thing. One thing. One no story. spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. Okay. Um, anyways, so <laughs> our parting words for today come from uh, the American Tarot Association again. Where uh, it's I think that's our theme. That's where we're just gonna quote quote them at yeah. the end maybe I don't know I don't want, I don't want to set up limits here but I really <laughs> liked I really liked what they had to this say one about was the really good one. Um, yeah. so it says uh, kind of similar to what my uncle told me but uh, once you have transcended your fears you start transcending your restrictions until nothing can hold you back from su- the success you deserve 
Nothing is beyond your ability if you believe in your own power. Abracadabra. <laughs> Symbols and all of the above. Myth, terror.